Hey, 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 Brandon Beliso here. You're living your best life. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Friday, May 20th, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. This is Success Never Sleeps. And who am I? Brandon Beliso, where we as a collective of early adopters, of critical thinkers, you know, we're just trying to figure out this thing the way it works for us. And, and I'm very passionate. I know sometimes people mistaken my passion for opinion. And it's totally different. I mean, who am I to tell you what it takes to be successful, right? You got to figure that out on your own. But I think that's what I love so much about being an entrepreneur. I love that I get to figure it out. And that's so cool. And when you figure it out and it makes sense and you get the results, it's very empowering. It is. So everybody that I work with, as much as it makes them crazy, my goal is to empower you. That's it. So I want you to be extremely mindful of that, that when, when we gather together like this on Success Never Sleeps, it's not me telling you this is the way it's got to be done. This is simply my way of doing it. My goal is that I inspire you to figure it out for yourself. Isn't that cool? All right. So my sponsors, Market Muscles. I love you, Stephen. Kids Love Life Skills, Letitia, Ben, Marco, Amy, Chris. That's my team out there. I love them too. My studio, Tule, Lynette, Steve, Kevin, the whole gang, and Elsie Accounting, my sister Letitia. I, I do. I love the people that I work with. That's important to me. Life is precious. Life is short. And I don't want to spend it hanging out with people that I don't care about. So I would encourage that, whether it's your team, whether it's a student, try to be around people who you value in a relationship and it enhances the quality of your life. So thank you, Market Muscles, Kids Above Life Skills, Elsie Accounting in my studio. So what do we got coming up? It's Time Live, Believe. You know, I chose Believe because, and somebody thought it was some religious thing. It's not about that. It's about believing in yourself, right? Especially through these challenging times. And if you believe in yourself and your dreams and your goals, then spending four days with us is phenomenal. You see the pictures behind me, good people, four days, very introspective. It's personal development. It is systems. It is branding. It is all of it. Staff development, curriculum design. It's all of it, all of it, all of it. Because what I understand after running businesses for 35 years now is that you need to wear a lot of hats, but you need to wear them well, really, really well. And I'm blessed to have great people around me, like my sister, Letitia, who handles a lot of my finances and takes care of me. But I'm very aware of my money. I'm well-versed, so I can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with a lawyer. I can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with a financial person. I can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with a contractor. And that's important because you, as the owner, need to make decisions. And you're going to make bad decisions. You are going to make mistakes. But I've learned in my work, like last week I was speaking at Meta, I did about 30 hours of research. The neat thing now with the internet, all the data is out there. You have, just have to mine it, right? You just have to mine that data. But the yin to the yang of that is don't be dependent upon this, right? I grew up when there were no computers, cell phones. We had to use paper maps, all of those things. And it really taught me to have common sense and critical thinking. So there's the code right there, scan it. We only have seven spots left for the four-day experience. And ask anybody who's been there, Marco, Virginia, Jason Smith, Ricardo, James Walker, Monique, uh, Washington Jones, anyone that spends four days with me, I believe it will change your life. I do. And of course, my special guest will be Sam Ong. Sam's a good friend of mine. I got another person that I love dearly. Me and Sam have some really long talks sometimes. And I love his philosophy. I love his heart. Another really, really good person. So 
I would highly recommend that you guys come. If you sign up for the two-day or the four-day event, you get them on. If you're only coming for Sunday, which we haven't launched yet, um, you won't get them on. So if you want them, you need to sign up for the two-day or you need to sign up for the four-day. And then, of course, Wisdom. Wisdom is my intensive mentoring program. Ask anybody, again, that that's in that program. It's intense. You will cry, but you you will get to the heart and soul of why you're either very successful or why you're not where you want to be. And having me in your back pocket 24-7, 365 with every decision you make is powerful. Right now, I'm working with Liam Richards in Excel Martial Arts in England, and we're going back and forth on curriculum. Ultimately, he's got to make the decision, but to have a sounding board and somebody that you trust giving you data to support your version of success is one of the things that I do really, really well. And that's why I can go to Meta. I can go to a martial arts convention. I can go to Stanford Healthcare because I do my homework. And I think that's a big part of what that is all about. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let me see where I'm at. So what is today's show about? Let me, can I get a Marco? Can I get, there we go. Summer success tips for martial arts schools. Now, I know summer, you know, summer is, is, for some people, hit or miss. Traditionally in our industry, many people tell them that summer is the hardest time. Well, we're not only dealing with summer, we're dealing summer through a pandemic, we're dealing with a summer through a war in Ukraine, we're dealing with summer through inflation and gas prices and all the rest. So I have a very unique take. And again, I've done some research and looking at the trends that are going on and people are shifting. So I really believe there's an opportunity um, because I believe a lot of people are going to stay home. They are. I think they're going to avoid traveling right now because it's so expensive and it's just too cumbersome. There's too many hoops to jump through to get to where you want to go. And it's really expensive and ev everywhere you go. So I think people are going to be staying close to home. So the idea of you being present in your martial arts school and, and those different things is going to be very, very powerful. Now, I'll give you our backstory. We run day camps. We've run them for 22 years. San Francisco, we had as many as 76 campers in one week. And honestly, now we, we adopted the Apple mentality, premium product, premium price. We have three tiers. The first 10 spots go for $350. The next 10 spots go for $400. And the last 10 spots go for $450. Now, I know that's a lot for a camp. I do, but we sell it as a boutique camp, right? And I think in today's climate with, with the pandemic and everything, parents want to make sure their child's not in this huge thing with a hundred some odd kids, right? And, and so if you are going to do camps and it's not your entire, um, how do I say this and be diplomatic? I know for us, we are a martial arts school first, right? We run an amazing camp, but we want to offer a premium camp and we want to be able to create an environment that's just unique and special. So it's very rich in life skills education using kids love life skills. It's very rich with martial arts basics, but it's well-rounded. We don't sell it as a specialty camp. So I encourage you, don't do that. Don't sell it as a specialty camp. We call it kids fun camp. And it's kid-approved themes and activities. So a lot of dodgeball, park every day, arts and crafts, board games, things like that. And in the afternoon, what's really neat about that, why we don't tax our team, 
right, is because my team does not run these camps. They come in at one o'clock and they teach martial arts. Well, I think we, we've changed it. I think we bumped it from 1.30 to three now, even later. So the team comes in, right, the instructional staff, they teach martial arts from 1.30 to 3 p.m. They take a break and then they're back on the mat at four o'clock teaching classes. So that has been really powerful because I know I hear from a lot of school owners, you know, we don't want to do camp. It burns out the team, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I understand that. So I wouldn't have my team do the majority of that. We actually have kids that started in high school with us that go away to college. And many of them come home each summer and work with us. And, and we love that. We love that because they get us. They know our culture and it's super powerful. I think it's a matter of tapping into that resource, which is not the easiest thing to do. You can run a job application at Indeed, which we do, but we like to go directly to the high school, to the career center is one that we use. You know, and of course, any of our brown belts, teenagers that work with us that get our culture, we're happy to give them a job. And I think the big thing with that is, is, these kids, and, and I watch school owners shoot themselves in the foot, right? If you can't work all 10 weeks of camp, then, you know, I don't want you, da, 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 da. No way. These kids have vacation. These kids are going to their own camps on their own, right? So we want to be mindful of that. And if we can support their other efforts, then it's cool. Like we have somebody here for three weeks, somebody here for four weeks, and, but they all get what we do and we will train them. Right. We do a lot of staff training. And of course, there's a lot of real time training because a lot of them have never done camp before. Cool. So those are some of the things Then, then of course, um, I don't know if anybody saw that as far as advertising, low hanging fruit for camps for us are, are pretty simple. You know, we definitely promote to our existing student body. Right. Each location. We're at 950. So each location is what? I don't know, 475, somewhere in there. So we go for the low hanging fruit first. And then we definitely, definitely spend a lot of time at Google. I don't know if anyone saw my post that we got 30,000 views on our photographs between two locations. One was 18,000, one was 11,000. Now here's why I think data is really important. So guess what I did with that data? I immediately said, huh, well, okay. And, and batching out photos is is, is a standard practice I recommend you do on a weekly basis. And I, I didn't make that up. I got that from Chris Rodriguez at GoPro. And she mentioned that. I went, wow. So I went and Googled and looked at research and it's there. It's there. Google recommends that you, you know, constantly update your photos. And so Chris inspired that in me. And, and as I did my research, it's valid. It's valid, but you have to take pictures all the time. And, you know, I don't batch them out once a month. I don't recommend that. I encourage you to batch them out on a weekly basis because that shows activity consistent, right? But because of that data, I just posted one with our QR code for camp. Pretty cool, right? If we're getting 30,000 views between two locations, I guarantee you that putting a photo in there with a QR code and our camp is really, really cool. All right. But as, as I started digging, if you start just putting sales stuff and sales stuff and sales stuff in your photos, you're going to get dinged. You're going to frown on that. So it's kind of like Gary Vee's mentality of jab, 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 right cross, right? Benefits, 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 sell. All right. That's his philosophy. Now he's even changed that. Hey, Joan. Hey, Master Kim. How are you, sir? I miss you, my brother. <laughs> hey, Monique. Sensei Mish, Letitia. 
Yeah, we get to do it's time again. And we're doing it during the summer, which I think is really, really cool. Hey, Raymond. And we get to do it during the summer. So I think the neat thing about doing it during the summer, the weather's better. We're going to go, you know, I'm going to explore a few other places we can be at outdoors. Working outdoors away from all of these electronics and stuff is the yin to the yang, and it's uber, uber important. Cool. All right. So going back to the Google, it's really important to recognize that. That's good data. So, but if I start running, you know, program after program with QR codes, specials, things like that, I'm going to get dinged. So please be mindful of that. Another good resource is Nextdoor. It's a little more community-based and they restrict the number of posts that businesses can run, which I think is very cool. So you have to be very strategic and we do that as well. And then of course, you know, Meta Business Suite is, is so cool. It's simple to use. I Every Sunday I sit there and bash out our posts for the week and we make sure to do Instagram and we do Facebook and resize your photos. Even something as simple as that right? You, you have the ability to resize the photo for Instagram as well as Facebook. Why? Because it's native and they love it. They love it. When you get them, right? The spiders and the algorithms smile on you. When you don't and you're constantly posting jacked up photos that aren't sized right, you know, and way too many hashtags and like, you know, Facebook isn't big on hashtags, Instagram a few more, but they don't like it when you put 30,000 hashtags on and on. And these are just really basic practices that if you do your homework, right? You will see it. We don't pay anybody for digital marketing right now. We do no Facebook ads. You know, we're just really about what I believe social media should have been to begin with, post, like, comment, and utilizing it to build relationships. So our camps are booked at about 75% right now, but we are a high-end camp. It's not uncommon for somebody to do a week with us, then come back and sign up for another week and another week. Cool? So, but I want you to think about that, please. I was working with a school owner and, and he was taking the advice of somebody that does after school and stuff. And they said, you know, try to price right in there with the YMCA and, and the park and rec and all that. And that's cool. But we figured it out. What he was charging, he was profiting $3.50 an hour. Do the math on that. So, of course, he has to run 100 campers. 350 an hour to me is pretty decent. I'm going to tell you why. Because if you do a rocking class, right? Think of a class during prime time with 20 kids. Isn't that about $30 an hour, right, per kid? At least it is for us here. So that's $600 for a 45-minute class. I want to be there all the time in my business. It doesn't help. And we realized that with birthday parties, we were profiting like $50 for a birthday party. That was bad news. So we restructure that price structure. So if you're going to do something, make sure you're not just doing stuff to appear busy or appear successful. You need to be profiting. And that's why a great book like Profit First will teach you to shift your mindset into looking everything that you do needs to be a profitable revenue stream. And if it's not, you shouldn't be doing it. Okay, so that's my only thing about camps. And as we shift, you know, worked really well last summer and we had distance learning camps at the height when things are really, you know, challenging. And we've always focused on being a smaller but better environment. And there is that audience. And I want that audience, right? We find our sweet spot is about 40 campers because we are predominantly a martial arts school. And the rooms that we use for our camps can safely and comfortably 
sit about 40 kids. And that's important for us. We want to create that experience. And I believe that's the most important part. One of the things I share with people is all the parent sees is when the kid is dropped off in the morning and when they're picked up. So when they come to our camp in the morning, we got freaking music going, dodgeball, the team's ready, just greeting people, smiling, laughing. You know, it's that Disney experience. And when that kid gets picked up, we now have a Google number. They call the Google number and we bring the kid out to their car. So we want to create that type of experience. And if you make it rich in life skills and, and all the things that help them be a better version of themselves that no other camp is going to offer, I believe you put yourself in a very, very unique position. Cool. Let everyone know how we handle summer camp monies. Cool, Tish. I will do that. So what we do is, is you need to be mindful of that. And I first learned this lesson when I was uh, working with my instructor and I was trying to help him grow his school. And we would sell private lesson cards, right? 10 classes for a small discounted amount. And then one day he came in, he was pretty disgruntled. And I looked at him, I go, are you okay, sir? He goes, yeah, but I'm not making money. I said, what do you mean? You've got three private lessons today. Yeah, but I'm not making money. How is that? They're paying for these privates, are they not? He goes, yeah, but, but the money's gone already. But I said, that's your choice. That is your choice, all right? You got paid. You chose to spend it all. So once I heard that, I recognized when all our cap money comes in, we put it in one of our separate accounts because that has to take care of payroll, that has to take care of supplies, and so many things. I watch people shoot themselves in the foot right around the middle of July when they have no money for payroll and stuff because they took it all and spent it on mats and other things because they thought they had all this money in their bank account. So that's why, again, I recommend you read Profit First and you utilize Profit First. You know, please. And it makes a huge difference for us because I have that peace of mind. If somebody wants a refund, because we let them refund up until the Friday of the following camp on Monday. And that's important. We get more people booking and we get more people canceling at times, but it all weighs out evenly in the end. And that's important for us. Cool. All right. So put your questions in. I'm going to look at some of these questions and answer them for you. And we did. You know, I think summer camps, is something you've got to look at and decide what works for you. Virginia's saying here, I chose to do summer camp this year, but only do six weeks. The camp is going to be amazing and our staff will have plenty of energy to give the best experience because they will get a break during the off weeks. And we're also limited attendance to just 22 campers. I love it, Virginia, right? You know, I know, I know we, we, we get the proverbial carrot. We get excited how much money we can make with camps. But when we had 70-something kids, we realized after 52, we were losing money because of the staffing and all the rest. We had to add all that additional staff. And it was a zoo. It was just a zoo. And it wasn't fun for anybody. It wasn't fun for my staff. It wasn't fun for the campers. It was overcrowded. And it's not a good experience. So I agree with you, Virginia. I, 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 we're going to stay a boutique is the word. We are a boutique camp and we might be smaller, but we believe the quality is higher. And you're right, Virginia, the team does not get burnt out. And that's what works for us, right? You have to decide. I know people who don't do camps at all. I believe John Broussard um, doesn't do camps at all. And you don't have to. Again, it has to be part of your culture. And it has to resonate with you and your purpose and your values, right? It can't just simply be, I'm going to do camps to make money this summer. I disagree with that mindset. 
because you do it half-hearted, you don't do it well, and it doesn't enhance your culture because it's simply a task to make more money. So I, I agree with you, Virginia. I think it's important to, you know, be mindful of that because for me, if my staff wins, right, then they're going to serve better. So I ever want to be mindful of that. I don't want to burn out my staff. So for us, it's really, really important. But with that said, let me see if I can see this. Let me get to this other slide because this, this is something that people do a lot. This one right here. Yeah, okay, here we go. So do you change your class schedule for the summer? No, we don't. I know, right? And, and somebody said to me, well, that doesn't make sense because the classes get smaller. Yes, but those classes might be smaller, but the kids who are coming, that parent still works nine to five. They can't bring that kid in the morning or in the middle of the day, right? Because you think everybody's out of school. So this kid will be able to do a class. Now, Hanshi Kovar, he does morning classes because it's way too hot in Sacramento where he's at. He said, nobody's getting out of that pool at three o'clock to come take a karate class. Okay, see, that works for him. And that's cool, right? That's cool, right? But for us, we have discovered that we keep the same schedule. So that's the first reason. There's a lot of people who can't come at nine or noon or three. They work nine to five and they need that regular time slot like they've always had. So we don't change our schedule during the summer. Now, here's the other strategy behind that. If I change that schedule, and I move stuff around, then it's going to be kind of like that restaurant mentality where somebody comes in and they work the lunch shift, then they're off for three hours and they come back and work the dinner shift if they're lucky. I don't want my guys and girls losing any hours during the summer because we've reduced our schedule. I don't want to do that. That doesn't make you a company of value. If you're cutting your employees hours and you got this top-notch karate instructor and telling them if you want hours, you got to work day camp, no freaking way. No way. Because it's not what their, their forte is, right? We might be able to do it. That's fine for us as the owner. But I want to get the right people on the bus and get them in the right seat, as Jim Collins of Good to Great would say. Cool? So we don't change our summer schedule. Cool. Keep your questions coming, all right? I love it. Please put your questions in there. Hey, Michael. Michael Gomez. That's a new name. Where are you from, Michael? Yeah, I miss you too, Master Kim, sir. You're such a good soul, man. You're good people. You're one of the rare birds, sir. And I tell this story, I'm going to tell it again. I'm going to tell it again. I was at New York, New York, and I, I was there for the Asa convention. And I come out of the elevator and I'm checking out. And there was Master Kim and somebody else. And they run up to me. They grab my luggage. They help me get checked out. They take me out to the cab, you know, the Uber, and they put me in it. And I just went, man, that's that's pretty cool, right? I figured I said hi and kept on walking by. But, you know, I remember things like that, Master Kim. And, and that was just so cool, man. Or super cool. Super cool. So we don't change our schedule for the summer. And I don't recommend you do that either, okay? Come on. Okay, here's some more questions. Did you offer summer camps? Where's the rest of my question? I know I got more here. Okay. Do you offer a summer special? Now that's a big one. I know that because a lot of people feel, right? They feel, you know, a lot of people aren't, aren't training during the summer and, and they want to um, 
fulfill their school, right? And the thing for us, and again, you know me, everything's about that experience. I want to create that experience. And when you promote a summer special, like we used to do one, three months for $99 a month. You paid for all three months. It was like $299. And the thing about that was, you know, there was no time off. You couldn't put it on hold. It just went straight through for three months. So here's the two things that really resonated with me as I gathered data. Now, mind you, we did this for a couple of summers. Number one, sticker shock. At the end of the summer, right, this kid's paying you $99 a month. All of a sudden, our once a week is $189. Our twice a week is $239. That's a huge jump from $99, right? It is, especially if you do like twice a week at $239. That's a lot. So we found sticker shock was the first thing. And a lot of people were not converting at the end of the summer. Second, and, and this became, for me, the, the more important focal point. Our regular members, as much as they understood, this is a new student special. They felt like they were being gypped. I'm a longtime student. I've been loyal to you all these years. And this guy walks through the door that hasn't paid his dues, right? And you're giving them $99. Well, it's a new student special. I understand that. I understand that. So, and, and it was kind of tongue in cheek. No one really said it to me, but I could tell. I could tell. And so that was the other thing, right? Is I want to make sure that when I look out at a mat, okay, when you look out at your mat and you have 30 spots on that mat, it's super important that each one of those 30 spots are of the same value. So let's say we're charging about, I think it's $40 a class is what it comes down to. I wanna see $40, $40, $40, $40 on all 30 dots. The challenge with, and we don't do sibling discounts anymore. We did grandfather in um, our existing members, but that eventually expires and they need to pay full price, okay? So the thing about that is, you look out, one is $40. Oh, sibling discount. This one's $25 a class, right? Even scarier for us was when you sit there and go, okay, the first two family members are full price and everybody else is free. That's, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Can you do that when you get on a plane? No. Do you do that when you go to Disneyland? No, right? No, they might have a kid's menu, but you're going to pay. So I think it's important to recognize that too. And that's why we chose not to offer a summer special. Because if you come to us during the summer and you're paying regular tuition, the odds of you staying with us in the fall are a lot higher than if you're paying $99 a month. And then come September, all of a sudden it jumps up to $189 for once a week or $239 for twice a week. Anybody see that that way? Put your comments in there. Yeah, Ashton, I can't wait to see you. It's time. It's time. It's going to be so much fun. I, I mean, it's it's to me, it's it takes so much out of me, but I love it. I just love it. I just love it. I've made some really good friends from that and people that I love, you know, people that I love, Jason Smith, Ashton, Marco, Amy, Monique, James, Ricardo, Master Kim. I mean, I love these people. And that makes life so much more enjoyable. You know, one of my other guys just bought a house. So two of my top guys both own homes. Yeah, through everything going on right now, I'm proud of that. And that makes me happy, right? That means I'm taking care of them. 
That's important to me. I want to take good care of people. And I didn't really understand that. You know, for a number of years, we paid mediocre wages because I was doing most of the work. So I, I didn't justify. But now that we're becoming a company that I would want to work for, that's super important for me. Super important, super important. Cool. All right. Take a deep breath. I want some questions. Someone share questions. What do you want to know about this summer? You know, any questions you have about summer. Summertime, summer's a trip, you know. I do recommend during summer is a great opportunity to do a lot more of the um, afternoon workshops, paid ones. You can do paid ones, right? Self-defense workshops, all those different things can be happening during the summer. But temper that with community-based stuff too. If you can do a free confidence-building workshop for the Girl Scouts, that would be awesome. You know, different things like that. It's the yin and the yang. We hear it, pay it forward. We've all heard that terminology, right? Pay it forward. What does that mean to pay it forward? Anyone want to give me your take on that before I give you mine? What does that mean to pay it forward? Somebody? There's a lot of people sitting up there. I can see the eye in the sky. Say hello. You know, we'd love to acknowledge you. You're, you're part of the tribe, right? We are the disruptors, forward thinkers, early adopters, as one would say. And, and it's cool, right? What questions do you have for this summer, folks? Yep. And if you want to listen to Success Never Sleeps or Mindful Meditations, I do have a podcast at all the major podcast platforms. One is for meditation and one is these episodes of Success Never Sleep. I was talking to a school owner, God bless his soul, man. The other day he says, you know, I've been following you for years and you've really impacted my business. And yeah, you know, sure, I may not have made money on that, but I believe by paying it forward, it comes back. It does, right? Like Meta. I won't tell you what I got paid for Meta, but that was just awesome, man. That was awesome. And I realized this thinking that I try to teach people in general transcends all platforms, all businesses. They need that skill set to be a better leader, to be a better person, to be more empathetic to their team. So that's the thing I really love about that. Hey, Elba. Elba Cookie Melendez. Yeah, you are a rock star. One of the top women martial artists, I think, in the world. And what she does for um, Filipino fighting arts is super cool. Super, super cool. Um, Letitia, is it doing a good turn to quote the scouts? Yeah. Giving freely of your time to better the community. There is always something you can do, big or small. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly, Letitia. Because, you know, I think about our, our, our just this year alone, Right. Last week, we we're at the Millbrae um, Meadows Elementary School. We did their fair and I brought a speaker for music and I ended up doing all the announcements and and it was so cool. And we brought the cotton candy machine and we give it out for free all the time. Somebody came up and said, can I rent this from you? You know, do you rent this? I said, no, this is a community service. And they were blown away. When people walk up to that booth and they go, how much, how many tickets? Because they were using tickets. How many tickets for the cotton candy? And we said, none, none. It's courtesy of one martial arts. That's warm and fuzzy. You know, they're not ready to buy martial arts yet, but if and when, I guarantee you will be on the forefront of their mind. 
So I believe in paying it forward. That's very important for me to do that as a human being. And, and just personally, you know, I'm a God-centered person. So for me to pay it forward is the right thing to do. To give more than I get is the right thing to do. Now, you know, people, and I always have to preframe it this way, because people think, oh, he's some kumbaya tree hugging Californian suffering for his art. You know, but no, 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 make no mistake. I'm a pretty um, eclectic businessman. I have investments. I have a $2 million business, you know, between two locations. We do very well. We do very well. But the yin to the yang is you have to pay it forward. That's what promotes the law of attraction and the law of abundance. You know, it's kind of like, I mean, I'm going to say it, right? This guy's got a piece of bread and they're looking at him. He's got a loaf of bread going, how are you going to feed all these people? No problem. Right? And everybody got bread. So I think that's faith. That's the unique kind of faith that we need right now as we go through these high gas prices and inflation and and, and the war in Ukraine going on. It's, it's, you know, but I think the good news is more people will be home this summer. I think they will. I think their minds are shifting, you know, with all the fighting on the airplanes and all the rest going on, right? It's just so difficult to travel that I believe a lot of people are going to simply do staycations again, and and they're going to be utilizing your martial arts classes and utilizing your camps and all those different things. So anything you can do to give back to the community and promote that with a workshop for the Girl Scouts or a self-defense thing for women. I did one for a running group and they asked me to do another one. And I said, absolutely, absolutely. And I remember the first time they go, well, how much would you charge us? I said, I won't, I won't. You were all moms and it's good for us. And, you know, we won't mention the social media magic that goes along with that. So that sense of faith is why we make better decisions in our business. I know people right now, I'm going to do camps this summer and I'm going to do this to make money. And yeah, but you're making $3 and 50 cents an hour. That's a bad day. A babysitter makes a lot more money than that. That's a bad day. I would tell them to reevaluate that, you know, and really look at that because that's just smart business, right? You, you take a look at it and say, you know, if this isn't profitable, why am I doing it? Just to say, I've got a hundred campers here at $3 and 50 cents an hour, each one, you know, and that's not bad, $350, it's not. But if I'm burning out my team, you know, my existing members are pissed off because the school's just overran and there's no balance. That's real, you know, I'm going to be mindful of that. And that reminded me when we did Groupons, we almost destroyed our fitness kickboxing program um, <clears throat> by adopting some sales tactics. And we went with Groupon. Our classes were flooded with Groupon people. And then, of course, you know, we tried to follow the program because it was prescribed, which, again, was not within our culture, was not within our why or anything. I even hired a salesperson to sell these people after each class. And that's so out of character for me. But I got greedy. Um, I mean, I tell people that all the time. I got greedy. I moved away from my values because this looked like, you know, that proverbial carrot just hanging in front of me. <clears throat> but I remember, you know, these Grouponers would look at us straight up and said, hey, man, I just do Groupon. When I finish these 10 classes, I'm going on to something else. And I'm going, what? I didn't know that. So we don't do Groupons anymore. I think anytime you devalue your program, that's not a good day. And if you're going to be the apple 
premium product, premium price. Write that down. Premium product, premium price, right? Apple lives and dies by that. You know, didn't you see recently, um, and it didn't do very well. Somebody, Marco, Google this really quick, or Letitia. Apple came out with a cheaper phone, a very cheap phone, and it didn't do well. Somebody, you know, don't quote me on that. Can someone check that really quick? I believe I read that somewhere, but I don't want to be talking out of my behind. Can someone check that, please? And, and, and you see where I'm going with this. And keep your questions coming in, please. Put those questions in there. I love your questions. And if you're sitting up in that eye in the sky, please talk to us, hang out with us, all right? And while we do that, I'm going to take a quick commercial break and say again, market muscles, kids love life skills. You know, we just launched three new badges, service. I have to write the support materials for resilient, but we have a new resilient badge, a service badge, and an empathy badge. That's sophisticated. That's a higher end life skill. And, and, and if you can incorporate life skills like that beyond the obvious of discipline, focus, respect, confidence, teamwork, beyond that, you're going to elevate your life skills to a whole nother level. You know what I mean? And you saw that. Look at all those life skills badges I took to Meta. They were tickled pink. They thought it was just the coolest freaking thing, right? And these are full grown adults. So I'm sharing with you, you know, to use you know, all of our partners for Kids Build Life Skills, use it the way it was intended, right? I know you can do it your way, but the vision I have for it is so much bigger. And if you could trust me on that just a little bit, I think you'll see, um, maybe not today, but down the road as it comes into fruition, because you trust the process, that Kids Build Life Skills will really take you to another level. Ashton, how far ahead do you start training the team for summer camp? Um, fortunately, right now, Ashton, most people are returning, but we'll do a training tonight at Zoom. We'll do a training next week at Zoom, and then we'll do a group training in person on the Saturday before we start camp. I'm going to tell you why, Ashton, because there are a lot of college kids. They're away at college. You know, the high school kids are finishing graduation. It's really hard to get everybody together a month out, two months out. Fortunately, the majority of our returning, including our leads, have been with us before. Now, if it was all brand new people, then I'm going to put systems in place, Ashton, to get them trained in real time, all the time. Because that happens. It's like on-the-job training. There's obvious things, fire drill on Monday, how to walk through the park, things like that. But as far as them getting that higher learning, being you know able to award that badge to the kid that's you know, having challenges that day or the different things that that come with the, the higher end of camp. That's on the job training, sir. It really is. So we will make it a point to train throughout the summer. We really, really will. And that'll be meeting with my leads more. Um, that will be the self-management that that Rudy Mick taught me right at the end of every day. You, you put it in Slack. What is one thing you did well and one thing you could do better? It's about creating awareness. You know, and because the main thing for me is keeping the kids safe. Everything else, honestly, is common sense, which honestly, a lot of high school, college kids don't have because they can just stare into the phone to get an answer. So I really pre-frame it that way. And I'll do it tonight when I train the main core team. And next week, I'll train the main core team. And then Saturday, I'll train everybody together. And so that, that lays the foundation. But if you had a brand new team, Ashton, I would be doing it as much as possible as much as possible and have a system in place, Ashton, where you're doing these five minute power huddles all the time. 
all the time. And once they know it's okay to make mistakes, right? And you're not going to get mad at them and, and all that, everything changes because then they're okay asking you when they make a mistake. They're okay to say, you know, I, I broke a light or whatever, and they're not freaked out. So I think it's it's very important as the leader of the band, as the owner, the one who's running the camp, that you are not reactionary, that you are proactive in your replies to the team and your response to the team. And that old age adage is that the customer is always right. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're simply not. And if somebody behaves that way because they believe they're paying you money, so they're automatically right, that's not a relationship I would choose to be in. I think it's a mutual relationship. And we always want to do better for you. So feel free to share your thoughts with us. And we, we, we make sure that happens. All right. Good. Yeah, Master, Master Jun, you know, we use it every class, right? And, and I was talking to somebody yesterday about the coloring wall. Our coloring wall is a highlight. Right. Every month, kids color the different life skills we're doing in classes and after school. We hang it up on the coloring wall. You know what a focal point that is on the school tour? Somebody said it looks really messy. You got all these coloring sheets up on your wall. Yeah, but we're an educational institute. No different than, man, you got that bulletin board. Can anyone just put anything on it? Well, as long as it's not derogatory, we have the latest high school school play and all the rest. Again, remember, what is our purpose to me? We are one, a community dedicated to serving you in every moment to live your best life. So we want to promote that community stature and a community bulletin board is important. Before I stuck it way in the corner, because I didn't want people to see it because it was so ugly. It is ugly. It is. It is. But you know what? Having it up front and center and somebody in the community, another business, an event has the confidence to come to us and say, hey, can I put this up on your board? Yes, absolutely. Because you know what? I'll ask you the same thing with my day camp as needed, right? As needed. So that's important. So use the coloring wall too, Master Kim, because at the end of the month, we do a random drawing. We choose three winners. They each got a t-shirt. But for us, it's huge. It's just so huge. Um, that's a focal point. The display cases, right? When we do a school tour and people stand in front of that display case and they can look at all the different badges and they go, wow, wow. Right. I was sharing with a school owner yesterday when you walk into the school for a trial. Right. We do one free trial class. After that, you sign up for a regular membership. No, ninety nine dollars. None of that stuff. We don't do that. We found that after that two week special for twenty dollars or whatever, the conversion rate was horrible. So we, we don't do that. You do one class and then you sign up. It's month to month. You know, if you don't like it, you can always quit at the end of the month. No cancellation fee, no enrollment fee. Just let us know. So we're really good about that. But she said to me, Master Kim, she said, you know, I said, what, what are your goals for your child? She said, well, focus and discipline. So I immediately grabbed the student parent handout for focus, right? Student parent discovery sheet, as we've renamed it. Um, on the back side, uh, you could do the live talk and the coloring sheet and the badge is paperclip to it. And I gave it to this mom, both of them. And she's sitting there while we're doing this this trial with her child at the edge of the mat closest to her. And she's got tools in her hand. She's never seen in her life. The teacher at school, the basketball camp, the gymnastics school, nobody has ever handed her this type of information. And we tell her it's learn to earn. So make sure that you make them earn it. And that is just, whoa, whoa. You know, we talk about premium product, premium price. 
that is the prime example. But again, being mindful at the beginning of every class to walk around and say, hey, we're on teamwork today, parents. You know, who needs the teamwork handout, right? And you pass it out and the badge is already attached to it, Master Kim, because we want the parent to make that child earn it at home. Why? How often do we hear that I wish my child was well-behaved, as well-behaved at home as they are at your school? Cool, right? But I believe we're really passing healthy boundaries when you try to police a child outside of your school. You know, I'm a parent. If you tell me my kid cannot take their bell testing unless the teacher at school signs off and says they're respectful or whatever, and, you know, we sign off at home, I'm going to be resentful because I don't pay you to come into my home and tell me what to do or put conditions like that. So again, we choose not to do that. I'm a parent, that's what I believe. But to give them this wonderful tool in the student parent discovery sheet, it's just freaking powerful, man. It's powerful. Ooh. And I was doing that last Sunday, you know, at this fair, we did an EK class and it was all focused and the parents were out there doing the thing and the kids all broke aboard. Then they all got the student parent discovery sheet for focus with the badge, the whole nine yards. It's so impactful, better than some silly rack card with 1999 for three classes and a t-shirt. There's nothing there. That's nothing. We gave pure value without asking for anything in return. Anything. Pretty cool, right? I think so. I think so. And, and that's why, you know, hey, Herman, what's up, sir? Yeah. And, and it's really about that. So any of our kids, the life skills partners that are here, please reach out, reach out to Marco or reach out to uh, somebody like Letitia or Ben, you know, or the people who use it, like Jason uses it, Virginia uses it. A lot of people use kids with life skills. Um, and, and I'm very proud of it. And we've revamped all the materials. I mean, it's just growing. Like I said, empathy is, ooh, I love that skill set. Just such a good life skill. And we need it now more than ever, right? We do. All right. So let's see, do we have any questions? You can ask me any question. It doesn't have to be about camp. Yeah, thank you for the hearts. I appreciate the love. What's up, Herman? Oh, I said that already. Cool. So while I wait on your questions again, I'm going to share with you. It's Time Live Believe. There's a QR code right there, right, right, right there. Uh, we only have seven spots left for the four-day experience. It's mind-blowing. You know, that four-day experience, people cry, people discover themselves. It's just, it's, it's amazing. And I love facilitating the four days because relationships are built. There's bonds that happened. And it's just, there's nothing like it. There isn't, there isn't. And I'm so proud of that event. Now, it's demanding. I think I sleep for three days after that, but it's, it's worth it. It's just so worth it. Good. I'm, I'm glad you got the empathy badge there, Virginia. And then of course, Samon will be here. Uh, he's one of my financial mentors and friends, and, and he's a good soul. And it will, I think what, what amazes me most about Sam, come on, focus, focus, focus. Do I get it? I think what I love the most about Sam um, is he is a disruptor in his own right because he's taught us that you can have one school he has one school with 100 some odd students. I think it's 125, maybe even 150. And Sam is the multimillionaire. I know that for a fact. 
for a fact. And he's helped a lot of school owners become millionaires, right? Because he understands he took the money he made, he invested it wisely. And over the years, he's become a multimillionaire. And not all of us want to open tons of schools, right? We don't. But to have the confidence to know that even if you're one school, that you could be a millionaire when you retire, I think it's a good day. It's a good day. So Sam will be here as well. And then, of course, folks, you know, wisdom, we're just getting ready to wrap up. I can't believe six months has gone by. Um, God, it's gone by. But I'm, I'm looking at the potential of doing another round of wisdom. It's intense. Ask anybody that's in it. It's a lot of work. But just the joy of being in someone's back pocket to help them 24-7, 365 is powerful. Sure, it's hard with Liam. He's all the way in England, but that's okay. I'm happy to be there at 11 o'clock at night talking to him at 7 o'clock in the morning. Um, it's super cool. It's super cool. All right. So what do we got here? Karth, planning workshops this summer instead of camps. How do you recommend setting pricing? I, you know, again, it's perceived value, sir, right? It's perceived value. And, I, you know, I've been using this one from Steve Jobs a lot. It came across my feed at LinkedIn. And, you know, Steve is up on stage, God rest his soul. And this guy's just going at him, just freaking going at him, right? Questioning is that I just, and Steve looks at him and says, well, I would never sit there with my coders, my hardware and my software people and say, let's design something really neat with bells and whistles that we could sell to people. And he actually used an example. He had a printer that never did well. Nobody uses Apple printers, right? Anybody with me on that? Who's with me on that? Anybody? And, um, and he said, but what we will do, he said, what we will do is we will look at the customer, look at the customer needs, right? Because I want to fulfill their needs, not their wants. And then from there, create an experience to fulfill that, Karth. So I'm going to ask you the first question is, who are they? Who would you offer these workshops for this summer? Who are they, Karth? So Marco, did anybody find out about that Apple cell phone, the cheap one, if it sold well or not? I don't think it did, but... I just needed the data on that. So Karth, that's the first thing. And then once you decide that, then I think it's very, it's only to your advantage to make sure that you are doing both. There's some community-based things you should do in the form of workshops, and there should be paid ones as well, right? Specialty workshops for weapons, things like that. Um, yeah, pre-K to kindergarten. Yeah, absolutely, sir. You know, I think it's cultivating something that's unique and fun and exciting and age specific for them and a value. I, if it were I, and we do this one, here's a great one that we do, Karth. You know, this is one of my wife's brilliant ideas is we do a meet and greet for kindergarten kids. Why is that, Karth? Well, because these kids go to the elementary school. They don't know the other kindergarten parents, the majority of them, right? They don't, and their kids don't know each other. So we do this really cool meet and greet where they do things like, okay, who could say confidence, sir? Confidence means to believe in yourself, All right? Who's got the confidence to walk up to another kindergartner and introduce yourself? And we practice that, and then they all learn a confidence badge. It's so cool. It's so cool. So we create all these different drills and activities 
that promotes interactivity between the parents and the kids. And then there's a certain amount of time where we take just the kids that are comfortable and the parents sit down and, and get to talk to each other. So that is a huge community service that spills right into our pre-K and kindergarten class. So that's not something I would charge for. But see, I mean, if you think about the shelf life of an average student, 18 months, right? I mean, think about that. That could be a couple thousand dollars, right? If we're charging $239 a month, times that by 12, right? That's well over $3,000. Do that two years in a row, that could be up to $6,000. So I want to be mindful of that. When I do these events, I have to have long-term vision cards. That part is really important for us. And we want to make sure that we have that vision. If we could serve the community like we do with the cotton candy machine or with the Little League team that we sponsor, those types of things. Because if we understand the consumer is not ready to buy, then we want to get those different touch points. Much like when I go watch my great Golden State Warriors play, they play in Chase Center. What does Chase credit card services have to do with the Warriors? Nothing. But the co-branding is powerful, powerful. So we want to do that in every opportunity that we get. You know, if I can co-brand with something like the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts and do a bully workshop in my school that's bringing boards into them signing up, that's a good day. That's my advertising dollar right there. You know what I mean? But I think for your existing students, weapons workshops, things of that nature, you know, if it's two hours, $50 a person, plus they buy the weapon or how or you provide them with the weapon is, is really cool. <clears throat> um, yeah, and that's a great one, Virginia. I'm, I'll touch upon that one in a minute because it's super, super cool. And, and we've done that too. Um, if you're in that position where you can provide the weapons, people are more likely to buy the weapon to practice at home. I understand the built-in sales, right? We sell this weapon that they'll never use again. And that's the beef we got from our parents. You do this one-off workshop, you sell them this weapon, then they never see this weapon again until first degree or whatever. So we stopped doing that. But by providing the weapon, and they're having this amazing experience in the workshop, many of those kids buy the weapon so they continue practicing it at home. But have an outlet, right? Like a video that they can work with after. You know, we set them up conveniently through our My Studio app. So we tell them after today's workshop, go into the books, look under here and look for the comma or the Bostaff kata, right? Things of that nature. So Virginia's saying that she's had pre-K and kinder people come to her school and host an event, right? And they pay, and they pay her for that, right? What they they pay what I normally charge for a birthday party pack. Works great. Lots of excellent kids. Materials get presented. Yeah, you can do that as well. Because what we do is because the kids are at the park, we get them out to the park during our camps from 9 a.m. from about 10 a.m. until 12 31 o'clock. We, we make sure they do that. You know, we have an open school. So to have another camp come in and do martial arts for an hour and a half, super cool, right? I would already be going out there if I were you and going to these other camps and saying, hey, take a field trip to our place. We'll do martial arts and have a one-off sheet so they know what they get. They get to break a board. They're in a focus pass, blah, 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 right? Be super, super clear about that. But there's so many things to do during the summer. I... I don't believe it's something where people just throw up their hands and say, you know, it's summer, it's over, everyone's gone during the summer, we make no money. Well, if you think that way, then of course it's going to be that way. Cool? All right. Good show today. Good show, everybody. I love the input. And we are collective. And I say that all the time. We are collective. 
you know, early adopters. We are <clears throat> not trying to change or fix our industry. I believe we're creating something new. And I think that's pretty cool. Now more than ever, it's a brave new world. We can do whatever we want. Cool. So I want to thank everybody for being here today. <clears throat> think about coming out to It's Time Live. Believe only seven spots left for the four-day experience. We've now opened the two-day experience. So that's available as well. I want to thank my sponsors. Again, Market Muscles, Kids Love Life Skills, my studio and LC Accounting. My name is Brandon Beliso. This is Success Never Sleeps. And until we talk again, please, 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 you go out there and live your best life. <laughs>